Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Big Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix. Don't be a loser. I know Randy from Bremerton is. Randy, are you there? I am. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Goodbye. For those playing at home, Randy has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you'll only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. The Rolling Stones have the 60s song titled Paint It What? Uh, Paint It Red? No. No. Paint It White? No. Okay, I passed. What president is currently on the $5 bill? Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Which team has made the most appearances in the Super Bowl? That would be the um, Patriots. Yes. How many cups are in a gallon? 16. Yes. What does the I stand for in CIA? Uh, intelligence. Correct. What is the name of the alternative dimension in the Netflix show Stranger Things? Pass. What is the only Disney animated feature film that has a title character who doesn't speak? Uh, pass. In what 70s movie does Robert De Niro say, you talking to me? Uh... Godfather? No. Oh, I have no idea. I, yeah. Randy, you got four correct. And your phone You're is right. a little crazy. I don't know if that's any time he spoke or I spoke, but it was like so high pitch. A lot of volume. Yeah, a lot of volume. A lot of volume. Steve, are you ready? Oh, I think I am. Yes. Now I am. Yeah, you are. Let's go. The Rolling Stones have the 60s song titled Paint It What? Black. Yes. What president is currently on the $5 bill? Lincoln. Yes. Thank you. Which team has made the most appearances in the Super Bowl? Oh, New England Patriots? Yes. How many cups are in a gallon? 64? No. 16? Yes. What does the I stand for in CIA? Investigator? No. Investigation? No. 
Initiative? No. What is the name of the alternative dimension in Netflix's show Stranger Things? The, uh, the Upside World. No. Down on the upside. Uh, upside Down. Yes. What is the only Disney animated feature film that has a title character who doesn't speak? Oh, uh, Goofy and Friends? No. Um, Snow White? No. Uh, Cinderella? No. I don't know. In what 70s movie does Robert De Niro say, you talking to me? Raging Bull. No. Oh, Taxi Driver. There you go. How many seasons did the sitcom How I Met Your Mother have? Nine. Yes. Wow, you knew that really fast. And you get seven correct, which Ooh. is a win, seven to four. I'm so oh. sorry, Randy. That's okay. I'll keep trying. Yeah, that's Aww, a good attitude. That, that is the spirit of Beat Migs. You maybe get a little smarter. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best. This weekend, I was listening to a podcast that has nothing to do with you and Big Bang Theory, but they referenced the Big Bang Theory having nine seasons. Oh. So it's kind of funny you even asked that question. Did I say how I met your mother? Yes. I did. <laughs> and I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, I thought the same thing. You were so excited just now, and I was like, wait a minute. That wasn't the question. Did Big Bang Theory have nine seasons, though? I don't know. No I idea. No, that wasn't a question. I now kind of, I think that's what they said. That, that was where my mind was. I thought maybe you were just like, well, they had nine seasons, so maybe How I Met Your Mother did, no, too. Oh, I, I misheard you completely. Big Bang Theory had 12. <laughs> then what the hell? You know what? Whatever's happening in your crazy brain, it worked. It worked. No, I don't even know how that happened, but I got it right, so I don't care. You're going to get minus one for this. Okay? No, no, you get no, I six right. correct. I mean, you still win. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. One that Randy did get correct, uh, CIA, it's intelligence. Intelligence. The I. Uh, you eventually got the upside down. Danny, what is the only Disney animated feature film that has a title character who doesn't speak? Wally. No. No. The hell was that? <laughs> Wally. I didn't know what that was too. He that's, doesn't speak. That's not what the answer I have actually. Jeez. I have no idea. He's got big ears. Dumbo. Dumbo. What the hell, Steve? You're getting minus another point. Dumbo. Mickey Mouse has big ears oh. too. You. <laughs> Wow. He's a Dumbo. <laughs> By the way, I don't know when you last watched Dumbo, but it is it is not fun to oh, watch. Oh, no, it's a sad movie. Maybe yeah. very sad. I started watching it with my kid, and I ended up turning it off. You were just like, I, was yeah, like, I don't want to do this anymore. I've had that happen where certain movies we're watching, and I'm just like, this is a lot darker than I remember it yeah. being. I think I want to turn it off before she goes to mom and tells her that we were watching this. Oh, yeah, it was pretty I mean, terrible. that's what happens, I guess, when you try and watch Faces of Death Part 2 with your child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, congratulations, Steve. You still won. Well, earlier this morning, we talked about a popular children's song. And thanks to some rockaholics who texted in, it turns out that song is really about a serial killer. Speaking of faces of death. <laughs> We're going to tell you all about it after Van Halen. The Daily Mix Show. Well, apparently, today is National Muffin Day. And so. I brought up the Muffin Man song earlier this morning. Just a, a classic, a total classic. And thanks to some rockaholics that texted in, it turns out that song is not just about the Muffin Man, it's about a serial killer. Yeah, I got a couple of text messages. So you were singing it and all that, and someone said, did you know that the Muffin Man is a song about a serial killer who kills kids? And so the song is this. Do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man that lives on Drew? I know the Muffin Man. This doesn't sound very dark. Man, no. Yes, I know the Muffin Man that lives on Drury Lane. Oh, now we know the Muffin Man. 
So then I go online onto YouTube, of course, because that's where you get all of your information, mm-hmm. and just typed in serial killer muffin man, and there's various documentaries, short, like little either podcast documentaries or even video documentaries where they describe why this song is actually about a serial killer. And I, I grabbed one of them. Do you want to hear the origin story? I do. It's kind of creepy, man. Like, I did not know this about this song, and it, it changes your just outlook on hearing that song because it's kind of dark. But here, here, here's the, the origin story of The Muffin Man. Frederick Thomas Limwood, born in 1563. You already know this is serious when they have that guy's voice. <laughs> yeah. Frederick. It's that, now I feel creeped out. With the creepy music. Yeah. It's awesome. According to urban legends, between 1589 and 1598, Linwood was the country's first documented serial killer, and he lived on Drury Lane. Bum, bum, bum. So he, he's the original serial killer. Yes, and it's a children's well, song. At least about the first him. one they caught. And he lived on Drury Lane, and the moniker people came to know him by, you guessed it, the Muffin Man. <laughs> Also known as the Drury Lane Dicer. Dicer? Did you know the Drury Lane Dicer? The Drury Lane Dicer? The Drury Lane Dicer? Does, does he go as Does he dice and then put that in the muffins? No, I think he dices children up. And puts them in the muffins? No, there's no one. He's not feeding them to people. Well, I don't know. Also known as the Drury Lane Dicer, Linwood was believed to have killed 15 children by alluring them into dark alleys with muffins on strings. Oh, that's where the muffins come. So he would like, like, like on a fishing line or something. Hey, hey, so it was a warning song. This version of events explains the origins of the Muffin Man nursery rhyme as a warning to children, as they were made to memorize it and keep away from Drury Lane and the murderous grasp of the Muffin Man. Is that bonkers? It's a warning song. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. By the way, I don't know that I could be lured with a muffin, but if you were dragging like a box of wine down the street, (laughs) you could absolutely kidnap and murder me for sure. It'd be easy. (laughs) A roll of sushi on a string. Where are we going? Where are we going? Oh my gosh. So you'd sing the song, that way you would know, hey, it's on Drury Lane. And it, it would, like, you know, I guess brainwash the kids into knowing, okay, don't mess with the Muffin Man on Drury Lane. That is creepy. Right? Do you, are there any other, do you know, like, the origins of any other weird, did you did you discover any other weird nursery rhyme or, I, like, well, kid story origins? I have not, but actually, yesterday, I went down a weird rabbit hole of Mariah Carey, which doesn't sound right. This is a crazy... Segue. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's about music and I, things I did not know until yesterday. And I don't know why this kind of went over my head. I never knew this. Did you know that Mariah Carey, at the height of her career, she didn't write any children's songs about serial killers, but apparently she was so into the grunge scene that she recorded her own grunge record. What? And it never was released. She had her friend eventually sing on it. And it was a group called Chick. And it was this girl, like Clarissa something. And Clarissa Dane, Clarissa Dane, she's the singer of the band Chick, but it was never a band. It was just Mariah Carey's like vanity project because she wanted to like write 
a grunge record, but her label's like, no, you can't put that li- that album out. It's too angry and angsty, and it's going to hurt your it's image. It's going to ruin your, your whole vibe. So I'm reading about this. I'm like, I never even knew any of this. And there's a song called Malibu, and it's on YouTube. And sure as that's like, I, I, she wrote about it in her, in her book and said, hey, one day I want to release the whole record. And a lot of the songs have made their way on the internet. And she sings on all the backing vocal parts uncredited until now or until like a couple of years ago. And it's her friend that's singing the songs that she wrote. You want to hear what it sounds like? I, of course, do. So that's Mariah Carey doing the backing vocals. It's almost like if Baruch Assault and the Ramones got together. It, it's very, it's very bubblegummy, but still, I don't hate it. got kind of almost like a, a, a whole vibe to it, too, Absolutely. like Courtney Love. Isn't that funny? I'd listen to that album. I mean, it's it's definitely a, a, a time capsule of the 90s, like, and just how it sounds and, all, and like, the, the overall recording of it. But I was just like, for some reason, I never even thought about it, never even heard about this, and then I'm reading something else, and someone brought up, oh, yeah, when are we going to get that Mariah Carey grunge record? And I thought someone was just cracking a joke on the internet. And then I had to like Google it, and I'm like, wait a second, she actually, I mean, grunge is a very, using very loosely, I don't feel like that's a grunge song, but it, it was during that time. I'm wondering what the bands were that were kind of like her gateway into feeling like she would want to do something like that. And here's another one. Didn't this sound like Hole? Yeah. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, I know like Billy Corgan helped whole write music. Kurt Cobain did as well. Maybe Courtney Love should have hit up Mariah Carey to write some songs for her too. It's not not too shabby. What makes it better is that it's Mariah Carey, I think, because you just don't ever expect Mariah Carey was like doing anything that was somewhat rock. It is very off brand. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny that she was like so into the whole grunge scene that she's like, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write a grunge record or you know kind of a pop punky record yeah. and then her label's like yeah no we're not putting that out <laughs> I hope they put some sort of like a documentary together about it I want to watch the making of Mariah Carey's grunge album and she does talk about I guess in her book and all that and like you know for the longest time they just thought it was this Clarissa band and her own band and everyone's like no there actually was never a band it was just her Mariah Carey and some other dude that played the music I need to hear more of these crazy origin stories Again, not, not just the Muffin Man not just Mariah Carey give them all to me Again, nothing about a serial killer that was handing out muffins on a string. That is bananas. Yeah. Do I now? Do I leave it in my child's playlist? I feel like that's one we listen well, yeah, to. Well, yeah, that way in case you're so ever, he knows if you're ever by Drury Lane to just be on the lookout for the Muffin Man. Oh my god! What kind of kids' music do you listen to? Oh gosh, I mean, we're just listening to the freaking Paw Patrol and Peppa Pig mm. albums. That's basically it. And Green Day. The one that's the bi- yeah, Green Day, which is so cool. I really need my kid to find something that I like because so far it's like he doesn't like mommy music, he doesn't like daddy music. Tatum was big into Frozen, but only a certain number of songs on the Frozen record. So I, I always hated when I hate's a strong word. I genuinely despise having to listen to that record though. Like, oh yeah, it was just such, it was one of those albums where just like. There's not, I can tolerate Peppa Pig and, mm. and the Paw Patrol because at least it's upbeat. But those like 
cheesy Disney songs, I just don't want to listen to. Someone hipped us to, in our household, to what's called 20 trucks or truck tunes. And it started out with songs about 20 20 different, you know, construction vehicles and things like that. Now they've got like every truck you could possibly imagine. The ice cream trucks, all the different things. And so that that is the playlist that circulates in, in our car and what... I get stuck in my head all the time. Uh, 10 out of 10, do not recommend. Okay. Do not recommend. I will stay away from those songs. Well, if you would consider yourself a massive fan of rock music, not 20 trucks and 20 20 truck tunes, if you're such a fan of rock music that you could name a song after only hearing one second of the chorus, we would love for you to prove it. And if so, you could win Asking Alexandria tickets. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to play Hook or Shook at 920. The Daily Migs Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Daily Mix Show presents the Extreme Music Showdown. Let's play hook or shook. Please sign this waiver before we continue. Thank you. We'll drop a one-second snippet of the hook of a song. If you can't name the song, watch out. You're going to get shook. Rockaholics, it is time to play Hook or Shook on the Daily Mig Show. And this week, we are playing for Asking Alexandria tickets. They will be at the show box on May 15th. Our contestant this morning is Alan in Seattle. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, guys. So the way the game works is you have to get both songs right to win the prize. For that first song, you're going to be on your own. The second song, a member of our show at random, must get it right for you. If you lose, caller nine will get those tickets. So let's see who you are playing with. Will it be me, Migs, or Sarah? Oh, is he going to land on Taryn for a change? I finally got one. Yes. Oh, is it wait? Oh, nope. Nope. It sorry. Actually left the Taryn side and joined the dark side that, of Steve Miggs. I thought for sure that landed on me. I mean, That's ridiculous. Just, it is a hair. This game doesn't even like me, you guys. I know. And I'm good at this game. <laughs> Maybe that's why it doesn't like you. Well, I'm sorry, Taryn. You're out and I'm in. Well, Alan, I think you are in good hands with Steve. He has proven himself. He's very good at this game. At least you didn't get Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I was thinking. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alan. Are you ready for your first song? Let's do this, Alan. Yes. Dang, hold up. I gotta take my headphones off so I can actually hear that. We can play it again. We can for totally us. give you another listen. Let us know when you're ready. All right, do it again. That's like the hardest one you guys have ever played. Uh, Would you like Steve to give you a hint? Yes. Oh, I got one, I think. I, uh, I hope it's a good one. Hardware that's not drunk. Hardware that's not drunk. That's a great clue. That's going to kill me when I hear it, I'm sure. Can you have one more? Yeah. Okay, I'll just make it one word. Maynard. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, dang it. Oh, man. It's, It's Tool Sober. That was a good hint and a good secondary hint. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, the brain fog, it's a little rough in the mornings. I feel for you, Alan. And, and then once you hear it, you're like, I can't believe I didn't get that. It's like that on Beat Migs a lot of times. I'm like, I can't believe I didn't get that one right. 206-803-ROCK-CALLER-9 is going to get those tickets now. Asking Alexandria at the Showbox on May 15th. I just saw a picture that I think it was Tool. I can't remember if it was Tool or somebody posted of Maynard in the studio recording on that, like recording their first EP. And just seeing him that young, it was just such a trip. Like, man, talk about a cool time capsule picture to have. It's like the very first recording of what became such a groundbreaking band. For sure. I, you know who's actually kind of credited with breaking the band? Our very own Kathy Faulkner. The late Kate, who used really? to be a part of this radio station for decades. She was the one that like hipped the world to Tool. Really? So she was oh, yeah. playing the hell out of them? And then, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And then they played over at the Kitsap County Fairgrounds. Yeah, I, I remember that. That might that might, that might have been 30 years ago this year. Oh, my gosh. Don't make us feel any older. I know. I know. We are old. Well, Rockaholics, if there's something that we have talked about this morning that you want to talk about, we would ask for you to call us. 206-803-ROCK. We are going to check in with the Rockaholics after Stained. The Daily Mix Show. Throughout the morning, we have received calls and texts from Rockaholics that we have not yet had a chance to chat about. But right now, we want to talk to you, Rockaholics. So call us up if there is something that you would like to chime in about. Anything that we talked about this morning, anything that's on your mind at all. 206-803-ROCK. And this morning, we did talk about our experience on Friday night. We were at a hotel and things were a little... Loud and crazy and wild. Yeah, to, I mean, to sum it up in a real quick nutshell, this is what we heard outside of our one of uh, Sarah's hotel room, and I heard it from the other floor, so it was like a floor apart, and I could still hear this. Hey. And if you're wondering, like, what kind of craziness was happening at this hotel, a man playing video games. That's exactly what was happening. He was very amped up. And I guess he had his headphones on, and he got really into it. And next thing you know, they said that this is a guy that's been there from time and time before, and he's always been a disturbance, and they kicked him out because of it. He's never coming back. Yeah, we, we, I, I bet he'd be back next week. So to dovetail on that story, Bill in Seattle, you're going to tell us about a hotel story involving the bathtub. Yes. Yeah, we kind of splurged and uh, had a romantic weekend, my wife and I. Nice. And uh, 
So we rented a jacuzzi room. Well, it, you know, it wasn't like a real fancy place or anything, but we said, hey, a jacuzzi room sounds cool. So we're in there the first night and uh, filling it up with water. My wife says, hey, I got some bubble baths. She always takes this little, you know, bath kit thing with her wherever we go. And uh, so she said, I got some bubble baths. We'll add little bubbles in there and turn the jacuzzis on. I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. Well, we turned it on and then uh, turned the jets on. And uh, all of a sudden, it looked like those uh, old uh, commercials where you put too much soap in the washing machine and just bubbled <laughs> everywhere. Oh, awesome. And, oh, my God, we couldn't we couldn't get the damn thing to turn off. <laughs> so, so it keeps bubbling and bubbling. We're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. We couldn't get it to turn off. So we, like, started, like, uh, grabbing handfuls of bubbles and throwing them in the sink and throwing them in the toilet and everything. I just said, how do you stop bubbling? Yeah, you just kind of have to deal with it, right? Well, yeah, the jet, the jet thing. Once we turned it on, the, I guess the switch got stuck or something, and it just kept jet. You know, I, I thought, oh, if we can get the jet turned off, you know, it'll stop the bubbles. But we couldn't get the damn jet to turn off, and uh, the the switch was like stuck halfway in there. Like I said, it wasn't a real fancy place. But did you ever uh, get to get into the tub? Yes, we finally did. We finally got it shut off. I uh, I went. I ran out to my car and grabbed like a screwdriver and shoved it in there and finally got the damn thing to turn off. Oh my God. I love that it you're now doing the maintenance. Though. That's fantastic. And the best yeah, part is yeah, Bill got we, we did. What's that? I say you got hired by the hotel to do maintenance for the rest of the place as well. I bet, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably could have done a better job at it. For real. <laughs> now, Michelle and Stanwood wants to talk about how she got fired. We were talking about, you know, stories earlier of getting fired and being shocked that it happened. So, Michelle, what happened when you uh, called your district manager the wrong thing? Uh, well, yeah, I got fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was a district manager. I was working at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I was only 15. I did not know what this word meant. And since I can't say it on the air, I'll just say battery-operated boyfriend. Um, and, I mean, I, I thought everything was fine, and I finished my shift. Um, his name was Mr. Cool. He always wore these blue polyester suits. He'd come in, like, twice a week. And he just thought he was, you know, he could get any woman in the world. Well, with so, that outfit, he can. With that, with that outfit and a bucket of chicken. <laughs> and that nickname. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, what? you know, and he was uh, flirting with one of the other co-workers. And so I said, you're such a battery-operated boyfriend. So. Is it, does it rhyme with Schmil, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> From Mr. Cool to Mr. Schmildo. I remember when you, like, there's been those times in the past where you've said a word and you didn't know what it meant until someone filled you in. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. not a fun way to lose a job, though. Oh, I mean, dude, there's certain words that, yeah, I absolutely can't say on the on the radio, but definitely that one. I guess you could have said rhymes with... Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Yeah. Rhymes with Bilbo. Love that song. Yeah. Joe Dredd in Seattle. We're glad you called yes. because we were earlier talking about the most redne redneckish thing that you've ever done. And you have a roadkill story. Well, no, actually, Steven brought this up. So back in the days of, uh, what was that? I think it was K-Rock. Yes. Steve? Yep. Um, yeah, they had a contest. Uh, what would you do to win a fat boy motorcycle? It was an awesome and, contest. Yeah, we're giving away a Harley Davidson, which is badass. Yeah. Yeah, so somebody that had uh, had some info on uh, that was in the know 
said, yeah, somebody in another city won it by eating his way through a pig's head. So why don't you do that? So I, I went to a butcher shop and I got a pig's head, took it home and slow baked it in the oven to kind of soften it up. And uh, while I was looking at that, I go, you know what? There's no way I'm going to be able to eat my way through this. Let's put on a show. So what I did is I took a condom and I filled it up with stage blood and shoved it yep. up inside the, the, the mouth cavity. This is amazing. This is, this yeah, dude, I remember all of this. It, like, I forgot until you started talking about it. I remember you put yeah. on a show. It was like Gene yeah, Simmons, so, full-on yeah, so, blood circle going on. Yeah, so I've got this condom full of stage blood up inside the mouth cavity, and I made sure to wear a white T-shirt. And I, I had this thing up in front of me like I was wearing a mask. And I was like, like gnawing on it and pulling on it and whatnot. And that went on for a couple minutes. And then when I could tell everybody was getting bored, I bit into that condom <gasps> and this stuff just gushed down the front of my white shirt. The whole place erupted. It's amazing. People were freaking out. My wife said people were running for the door, puking outside in the parking lot. Oh, no. If I remember correctly, when it was going on, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, if you were just here at this establishment while we're doing it and didn't had no idea what was going on, you're like, oh, let's see what this contest is all about. And there's Joe Dredd up there. And it's just, a, I mean, a murder scene that's just all over his shirt, oh, all yeah. over him. It was yeah, insane. Gosh, gosh, it was great. <laughs> did, you, did you win the fat boy? No, here's, here's the thing, though. Uh, I was disqualified because I'd already won a big prize previously from the station where my wife and I got to go down to Las Vegas, and that's where we got married. Was oh. on this trip that we won. Yep, I remember you guys won. Was that during the whole Olympics game that we did? Yes, the the whole Olympics. Yes, whole. It was around the Olympics, and I thought it'd be a good idea to hire a couple of prostitutes to compete in Olympic games in our station. <laughs> Let's just say it started off really well, but then it's shocking. But uh, prostitutes that you find on the street are not very reliable. They didn't come back for day two of the Olympics. What was there a prize? I mean, we gave the money. The prize was for the listeners, including a trip to Las Vegas, oh which Joe Dredd won. And got married. It's a love story is what it is. One of the competitions was we painted a, a, a plunger stick black and gave him sandpaper. And whoever could get the black paint off the quickest, wow. <laughs> you, know, you know, your hand has to go in order to get that sand. Yeah, that, yes, you don't have to mock it, Steve. We get the idea. Yeah. Did any of them use two hands or was it just one piece of sandpaper? It was so long ago, I don't remember. But I remember thinking, this is the greatest radio game I've ever come up with. And then they didn't come back for the next day. And I was like, this was a massive failure. And was there ever a, a, a year two of the whole Olympics? No, no. Whole Olympics. Whole Olympics. I mean, the, the Olympics are happening this summer, guys. We can... I mean, we can probably find now more reliable escorts, I bet. They might have to pay a little more. And they were gnarly. Gnarly how? How do you think? I mean, these were like Aurora girls. You know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't like like some like, you know, upscale escort thing going on. Like these It were, wasn't Julia Roberts. These were hoes. In Pretty Woman. Were, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But they didn't come back the next day. I was so sad. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Maybe we can bring it back. A man is suing Powerball for not paying him $340 million in winnings after he had the correct numbers on their website. Why didn't they pay him? We're going to tell you at 9.50. The Daily Mix Show. There's a man from Washington, D.C. His name is John, and he is suing Powerball and the D.C. lottery for not paying him his money. 
And how much money you want to know, Steve? How much? $340 million in winnings. Because he had the right numbers on their website. Oh, don't tell me the website was wrong. The website was incorrect. Oh. They posted them by that, accident. That would be such a dagger. Like, here you are thinking, I'm so fired up. I just won $340 million, which is what, like $15 million after taxes. Yeah. But I still, like, that's a lot of money. And then you find out it's just a screw-up. I'd be, oh, man, I'd be like, well, who's to say that's the screw-up? What if the other thing's the screw-up? Like, the website's right. Everything else is wrong. Give me my money. Well, the fact that he's taking <laughs> legal action, lawyer. the fact that he's taking legal action makes perfect sense to me, right? Yeah, you would think. I, mean, I would. I mean, I mean, I can understand where they're coming from, where I was like, hey, it was a little bit of a faux pas on our end, but like, you didn't win the money. We have proof that you didn't win the money, but still, like, I know pain and suffering is maybe not the right term, but like, you really, you really wet my whistle. You should give me at least a few bucks. That's like, that, that level of disappointment is something that only that man will know. The rest yes. of us will never know that level of disappointment. Thinking for a moment that not only has this changed the entire trajectory of your life, but also the generations to come after you and your family. Like, how long did you know you had that money or you thought you had that money until, like, what if he quit his job? I mean, you'd be an idiot in a sense. Like, you should make sure you ha everything's all taken care of before you make these decisions. But what if, knee-jerk reaction, he quit his job, he told his whole family, everything's great. And then next thing you know, he's like, hey, about that $340 million, I didn't win any of it. His name is John Cheeks, and this is him talking about what happened. Hey, uh, this ticket is no good. Just throw it in the trash can. And I, I gave him a, a stern look. I said, uh, in the trash can. Go, oh, yeah, just throw it away. You, you're not going to get paid. There's a trash can right there. Okay. <laughs> it's right there, man. That's what I had me throw it away. John Cheeks, also, you can probably make some money just selling his name to like an adult film star. Like, that's a great name. Cheeks is a great last name. John Cheeks. His lawyer talks about it, too. There is precedent for this. A similar case happened in Iowa where a mistake was uh, admitted to by a contractor and they paid the winnings out. Now, I did see that, that th this has happened before, but like the winnings were like $15 or $4 or $200 or $500. Like, I don't think there's been a precedent for a $340 million Powerball winner. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, that is a great question. I mean, do you give... I mean, I'm sure the Powerball and the lottery don't care about your emotions. They're not going to be like, oh, we're sorry you got sad for a second. You got excited for a second. But I feel like how much would make him feel better? He's More than getting, $4 or $50. <laughs> but would like a thousand bucks be enough to be Probably like, hey. Probably not. We're really sorry. I, mean, I would take it. I mean, like, this, I'm still unhappy, but I'll take your thousand dollars. I want to follow this and find out how it shakes out. What do you think? He's going to get like a million? He's not going to get that much money, I don't think, from this. Well, we'll find out, Rockaholics. Over the weekend, five cyclists were attacked by a cougar in Fall City, Washington, and they survived. The story is completely nuts, and we're going to tell you all about it during the Daily Mix download after Tom Petty. The Daily Mix Show. Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes, and we'll give you uh, some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Migs Download. A.K.A. the DMD. Here's your daily dose of doings happening in the world. And the DMD is brought to you by Palace Law. And hey, happy birthday. Man, it's going to make you feel old. But happy birthday to the late, great Kurt Cobain. He would be 57 if he was still with us today and. This year in April will mark 30 years since we lost Kurt. That's 1994 what? is when he was gone, when he passed away. I can't believe that that much time has passed and it feels so quick. 
right. I still feel like that's like, oh, that was like, what, like 20 years ago, 15 years ago? No, 30 years ago. Uh, yesterday, it was an afternoon game, so at least we didn't have to go to bed mad, but we had to spend the rest of our day annoyed with the Kraken. Man, they put up a good fight against the Detroit Red Wings, went into overtime, and then lost it right away. They just can't seem to get it together during overtime, man. That was a rough one. Ben Sherratt scored about a minute into the overtime. Jared McCann, though, had a couple of goals for the Kraken. He's been playing really well, even though the team hasn't since that nine-game winning streak. They've been there 4-7-2 and two since they had that franchise best nine-game winning streak. Uh, shout out to Joey Decord. He played well, but the goalie for the Detroit Red Wings, unstoppable. Mm-hmm. He was playing a phenomenal game yesterday. Kraken up next for them at home, Climate Pledge Arena against the Vancouver Canucks, and that's happening on Thursday night. Five cyclists were attacked by at least one cougar in Fall City, and I say at least one because some of the eyewitnesses say that they believe there was a second cougar, but the only reason these cyclists survived is because they were able to pin down the one cougar with a bike and hold it there until... The folks from, you know, Fish and Wildlife showed up, which is just insane. That is quick thinking. Oh, yeah. I would. Ne- I, I, I probably would have gotten eaten, honestly, Steve. To be honest with you, I think about that sometimes with my kid. Like, not, like if, like, a, a wild animal came, like, how am I going to handle that? I don't know why these thoughts come into my head, but they do. And even, like, and a wild animal, as we're walking around the, the our neighborhood in Puyallup, where there really aren't any wild animals. You never know. They're very brazen. Yeah. You just They're getting closer and closer. Like, if it was with you guys, I might just see how fast I am. Oh, God. <laughs> One of the women who was attacked is being treated in the hospital. Her injuries uh, are not too crazy. She should be okay. Sergeant Carlo Pace with Fish and Wildlife Police comments on what happened. The uh, Fish and Wildlife officer uh, shot and killed this cougar before it could do more damage. Uh, they held now with mountain bike. I don't know how they did it, but they did. So you want to act big. You want to make noise. You want to act large. You want to fight back if you're attacked. Yeah, they say and if you run, then you look like prey, so you're not supposed to run. She's screwed either way. Yeah. Would you, would you not just want to get on your bike and ride faster? I didn't even think about that. You have the bike. See how fast I can go. And you're still going to go faster than your four other friends. That's terrible. Oh, Steve. I have to say, though, that is quick thinking. Act big and then grab your bike and just pin the cougar down until you can get somebody to take care of it. I mean, think about how much strength you all have to have to, to keep him there. Speaking of cougars, Madonna had her show on Sunday <laughs> at the Climate Arena. A little bit of a mishap making national news because of it. Everyone's talking about her Climate Pledge Arena show because while she was performing her hit song, you remember Open Your Heart? Open your heart to me. Well, I guess there's like a choreographed routine during that song where she's sitting on a chair and one of the dancers comes from behind. He kind of drags her across the stage while he tripped. She went down. They both started laughing. She started laughing. He's probably worried for his job, but... She started laughing while her vocal track of Open Your Heart continued to go, which oh. I thought was kind of funny. But I don't think anyone's going expecting her to sing all the songs. She's like 65 years old. I think a lot of people were happy that she actually went on stage. Not that late. I think it was like right around 1030, which is still late. Yeah. But there were a couple opening acts, so it wasn't like 11 o'clock or 1130 like some people have had to experience before in the past. we got to get to bed. It's a school night, yo. Well, she's getting older, so now I'm saying 1030 is early for her. Yeah, she takes her Centrum Silver afterwards. Well, Everything's good. A guy in Nebraska was cleaning out his glove box and he found an old unscratched lottery ticket for a game called Trucks and Bucks. Trucks and Bucks. And turns out he won the grand prize, which was a new Ford F-150 pickup. He'd been driving around with the ticket for months. So they took care of the taxes. The full thing was valued at $81,000. To be honest, when I first saw the story, I thought it said for like for years he's had that. T- and I'm like, well, did they give him the truck from that year or did they give him the current truck? You know what I mean? Because it's like a new truck. Like, how does that work out? Like, do you get the one? 
That's pretty awesome. What a great prize. I think that's amazing. Hey, weather today, we're going to hit a high of six of uh, 54 degrees. Sorry to get people excited. It's not short weather just yet. <laughs> high of 54, it's going to rain, and that's what's up. Ryan Castle is up next with your Morning 12 Fact. The Daily Mix Show. Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 